Welcome to the Energy Shift Podcast, the podcast to bring you energy healing techniques, insights from a medical intuitive and consciousness raising methods, all tied together to help you change your energy and heal your life. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Katharina, and you are listening to episode number three, How to Heal Your Symptom. In today's podcast, I will share with you why fighting against your symptom is the wrong approach if you want to heal yourself, that every symptom is a message of your body, and once you discover its meaning, you are on your way to see the bigger picture, and then you can bring yourself and the symptom into balance and wholeness. I will also share with you an example of a client who suffers from MS and how she found out what the true meaning underlying her symptoms were. And lastly, I will share with you practical steps on how you can find out what your body is trying to tell you. When you experience a symptom, the natural or the common response is that you want to do everything in your power to make that symptom go away. In our society, we have been taught that there is a pill for every symptom and you just take the pill and everything will be fine again. Of course, when it comes to chronic illness, you can mask your symptoms very quickly with taking a pill. But when it comes to chronic illness, often there aren't any drugs that will help. And if, if you take them, often they have a ton of side effects. But what both approaches here or this approach here doesn't do, it doesn't see the the pain and the symptom from a bigger perspective. So why do I say pain? Because usually with a symptom, doesn't matter what type of symptom you have, there's also an emotional pain that connects to the symptom. So just taking a pill will not help also your soul evolve and um, that the soul that wants to go into wholeness. And that's why I'm really passionate about this topic because I've also seen this in my own health struggles that I wanted to uncover what's happening. I wanted to learn and see what is, what's happening in my body. Why I do, why do I have these symptoms? And so when you think about it, that the body is governed by the subconscious mind and Subconscious really means that you have no awareness. That's why it's called subconscious. And let's say there is an imbalance in your body. There's something not right. Then if the body wants to get your attention, it will express it through a symptom. And because it arises from the subconscious mind, often the symptoms, they're also very symbolic in meaning. So this is something I want you to think about and I will guide you through some steps later on on how you can discover what your symptoms means. But basically the subconscious mind talks in symbols and in met metaphors as well. Going a little bit further here, if we, if we look at the subconscious mind and we ask ourselves who gives energy to the subconscious mind, we can say that our soul animates the body and of course also the subconscious mind. So every symptom is also a message from your soul 
And the soul always wants to develop and grow. The soul wants to become whole again, wants to be whole again. When we think about the word healing, it really means to make whole again. This is why the title here also of this podcast episode is How to Heal Your Symptom. The difference between healing and curing is that when we say curing, we really just talk about the symptom itself, that the symptom isn't present anymore. Healing means something different. Healing can mean that for right now your symptom is still there, but you have gained a larger perspective on why you got sick, a larger perspective on what you can do about um, becoming whole again, and literally a larger perspective on your soul's, soul's journey and also on how to bring the soul into wholeness again. And this is really the, the larger meaning of healing. So I want you to keep this in mind. Often when we heal our symptom or our bodies, it also means we cure the symptom. That is definitely, of course, also possible. Trying to find out what your body is telling you through and expressing through the symptom is a courageous thing to do. And I really want to applaud everyone who digs a little bit deeper and goes beyond the surface trying to figure out what is not whole. Because as I said earlier, the so-called easier approach is taking a pill, but it doesn't do anything on your soul's, for your soul's journey. Often I have seen that when people suffer from chronic illness and they have tried so many approaches, mostly on the physical level, meaning they took supplements, changed their diet, started exercising, doing all the so-called right things, but they haven't made progress in healing the symptom or curing the symptom, then very often there is something larger at play. Especially if you consider yourself to be a spiritual person. If you are a spiritual person and you do meditate or maybe even you, you just have this higher connection, you have a very strong soul, a soul that wants to evolve and grow, then I really want to point out here that you might want to consider other approaches to healing. And here's what I mean by that. When you can see the large picture, how you can bring not only your symptom but yourself into wholeness, the soul rejoices because then you have done a big, you have taken a big, big step into coming back into wholeness again. And at the core of things, wholeness really means to also come back into love. Often when you're really struggling, you might also find yourself questioning yourself and your life. You might, might even think, why me? Why did this happen to me? When you think like that and feel like that, you are in a victim mode. There's something that happened to you, almost like an energy or a force from the outside, putting something onto you that you didn't want to ha have happen. And when that happens, you go into victim mode and victim mode really doesn't help with healing yourself because victim mode feeling like a victim means also that you feel 
small and that you feel like you don't have any control or that you cannot do anything about it. If you feel like that right now, trust me, I've been there and I totally understand how hard this is. But let me also tell you that you can shift out of, of this state of being. And it's very important for healing because the ultimate truth is that you have so much power inside because you are through your soul connected to something larger than yourself. You can say it's God or the universe or whatever name you want to give it. So instead of asking, why did this happen to me? Can you see it from a bigger perspective? Can you see it or can you ask a different question? The question could be, what can I learn from this situation? What is it that my soul wants to learn in order to become whole again? I want to share with you now an example of a recent client that I worked with who suffers from MS and she understood that there, that her body wanted to tell her something, something through the symptoms. And she wanted to find the bigger meaning. She wanted to really find out what's happening also in her psyche. And one of her main symptoms were a tingling sensation also along with a numb feeling in her feet and legs, which are, those are common symptoms if you, if you have MS. So what I did with her, I, um, I guided her through an exercise that I want to share here with you so that you can um, do that yourself and get a bigger understanding or better understanding of what the symptom that you are dealing with is trying to tell you. First, I asked her to center herself and to breathe in and breathe out through the heart and just to connect to the body. I then asked her to focus on the areas of her body where she felt that numbness or that tingling sensation. So to bring awareness there. Once she did that, I then asked, what color does these symptoms that you experience, what color do you see in your mind's eye? What could be a color? And by the way, there is no wrong or right here. It's just a, um, a technique, a help to uncover the bigger meaning of the symptom. So she came up with the color purple and I said, that's great. Let's, let's take that purple. Let's work with the purple color. And then I explained to her that the symptom here is symbolic for what's happening deeper down in her psyche and in the subconscious mind and that there's something that the symptom wants to express. It wants to tell her, it wanted to tell her, hey, please look at this because my soul yearns for healing. My soul yearns to become whole again. This is important. This is really important to understand because you don't want to push it away. This is really the opposite of fighting against your symptom. This is about embracing your symptom and see it as a friend. So I told her that and I said to her, imagine you're having a conversation with your friend, a good friend, a friend who is there to help you. And imagine that this friend sits across you 
like you do in a regular conversation. Now using the approach with the purple color that she felt, I asked her to envision and to visualize that purple color for the time being leaving her body and flowing together because it was in different parts of her body so that she could see it opposite of her. Like a good friend sitting opposite of her. Once she did that, I asked her to make a connection, to say hello, like like you say hello to a long-lost friend. Once she did, I asked her if the image was changing or if she, if she saw anything or felt anything when she looked at the purple color. She told me that purple color looks like lava, lava erupting. So I thought that was interesting because, again, keep in mind here that this is, of course, symbolic of what's happening deeper down inside her own psyche. So I said to her, well, can you tune into it? Can you feel if there is an underlying emotion that this purple color wants to express? So she did. And she said, yes, there is a lot of anger there. And I said, okay, so there is anger there. It's important right now that you don't push the anger away and welcome it. Because again, our natural response to anger is we don't want to feel it. We want to push it down. And that's, that's the opposite here, what we want. We want to bring it out. We want to connect to it and learn from it. So I encouraged her to do that. Once she accepted that there was anger there, she said to me, I can see also another image now. And I said, that's really great because you're very connected to your intuition, which really helps with this exercise. And I said to her, what do you see? She said, I'm seeing an image of my parents and they are fighting. So I said to her, okay, keep going because you are connecting to something very deep. And I asked her, do you know anything about that? And she said, no, because I don't have any, any recollection of my entire childhood. I thought that this was also interesting because it seemed like there was something that wanted to come forth and brought into awareness and healing. So I encouraged her to keep going. When she did... She said to me that now she can also see herself there. And I asked, what do you see? She said, I'm seeing myself as a small child and I'm very scared. I'm scared because my parents are fighting. And I said, yeah, that must be hard being five years old because that's what she told me. She saw herself being five years old. And I said, it's really hard to see, see yourself and see your parents fighting because you must be afraid. And she said, yes, very much so. I then explained to her that this is very important what's coming to the surface because when you are five years old, literally everything that you're seeing, hearing, feeling, you are energetically picking up is something that goes right and straight into your subconscious mind without any filter. And this is because the children up to around 
the age of seven years are in a predominant brainwave that is mostly into alpha and, and theta. And when you have uh, these type of brainwaves, everything that you're seeing goes into your subconscious mind where it forms a program. That's why children learn that quickly. They don't have the filter of the reasoning mind. So this was very important. I then asked her to feel into the image that she sees of herself being five years old and feeling into what she needs. So she did and she said to me, I need love and support and feeling safe. I said, yes, every child needs to feel loved and supported and safe. And most of us, we don't get it in the way we would have needed it. So that was also very, very important information here. We then ended this exercise. And what we found was that the symptom here is trying to find balance by alerting her to a few things. Firstly, that there is anger that needs to be addressed, anger that she might have picked up from her parents and that was literally stored in her body. Now, MS is an autoimmune illness where basically the immune system attacks parts of the body. So it's a very aggressive, aggressive illness. And I said, yes, often the symptoms, they mirror what's happening inside. So I encouraged her to start working on releasing these negative emotions that harm her. And one good way to do this is, is tapping, where you basically tap on certain meridians, energy lines, while simultaneously feeling the emotion. That's very important. That's often something people do wrong when they try to do tapping. You really need to feel it to release it. So that's just one approach. Then I said to her, we also need to take care of your inner child. We each have an inner child within us, and that's the part of the psyche that never grows up. That is when it's at its best, it's playful and fun and is also intuitive and creative. But often this part of our psyche is wounded because we didn't get the love and the support that we um, needed when we were young. So I showed her uh, an exercise that you can also do, which is very, very powerful, where you basically visualize yourself as a little child. And the child should be in, standing in front of you. So you're seeing, you're aware of your own body and if the grown-up woman or man that you are, but also seeing yourself as the little child. And then you connect to the child and you feel into what does this child need? Does, does he or she need love and support? If that's so, you can then visualize and imagine holding yourself as a little child, pouring that love and support and protection, whatever you need, into him or her. I asked her to do this and she tears came up when, when she did this exercise because it is a, it can be very emotional and very touching. And if that happens for you, I want to encourage you to keep going because you're really working with this 
the deep part of your psyche that needs healing. So that way, that exercise that I showed with you with the colors, you can do this uh, with your own symptom. I also want to let you know that I do have a, a course which is called Awakening Your Inner Healer where I take you step by step through this exercise that can be very, very powerful. Also, I want to share with you other ways on how you can get in touch with your symptom. Some people like to write and it's, it's called basically automatic writing. And the way this would work is that again, you want to feel into the symptom. You want to make a connection to the symptom. And then you take a pen and paper. So you have that ready and you just write what comes to your mind as if the symptom would speak to you and you don't censor yourself. You don't bring in the analytical mind. That's very important because the analytical mind usually judges and wants to do things right. So it's important here to really let it flow. And if you're good with writing, this is a very good exercise that can reveal a lot. It's important that you don't silence the symptom. Let it speak through you. Write down what the symptom says to, to you. And once you're done, once you feel like you have gotten everything out, then read it. And when you read it, see it as a gift. Because, again, you want to bring here into wholeness. It's just an, a way to find out where am I not whole. Remember that the soul wants to go into wholeness. It wants to do that. And it can do this with a symptom. So it's really a very good opportunity to become whole and to move forward in your spiritual development. So a lot of people like the writing. Now, other people are more artistic. And if you like to draw, that's also a very good method. And here you could do the same thing, just you don't write, but you draw it out. Again, you would connect to the symptom, feel into it, and then draw whatever you want to draw without thinking about it. It could be just something abstract. It could be very a precise drawing, whatever comes to you. And this is really a very good exercise too because the subconscious mind works symbolically often. So that's a very good way here also to connecting to your subconscious mind and see what, what it wants to say. Now, often when you do this and when you do the writing or the drawing, maybe it's not completely clear yet what, what it means for you. But trust me, if you do this exercise and then later on with your analytical mind, think about it, you will get answers. An important thing here is that you don't censor yourself when you draw and when you write because it comes from a deep part of your psyche. And very often we don't want to hear because we are afraid what it means for our lives. Maybe there is a big change that we know we should make. It could be an internal change or an external change where we need to change our jobs or even leave the relationship. And usually we humans, we really don't want change because we are afraid of the unknown. We don't like this. So often we have protective mechanisms in place to not listen and to push it away, to stuff it down. 
and it really hinders our development. And at some point, it will come forth anyhow. It really does. It's at least what, what I've seen through my clients and also for myself. So the earlier you get in touch with yourself, the better. And remember, you don't have to make any drastic changes immediately. But it's good to know what, what your psyche wants to tell you. Lastly, I want to now share with you what happens if you do all these things and you cannot get an answer. This is not common and usually everyone gets an answer, but I just want to, I want to just share this here with you. What, what you can also do in case you feel like you're stuck with some of these exercises. Now, again, when you see your challenge from the perspective of the soul, the soul wants to go into harmony and balance and the soul really is at its core its love because the soul is individualized God consciousness which is love. So if you don't live from this place which by the way most people have a hard time with because we have the ego that often gets in the way but if you don't live from that place and you have a very strong calling from your soul the soul that wants to grow and learn in this lifetime, then it's safe to say that your symptom has something to do with love. Or in other words, it has something to do with not loving fully. Because again, the soul wants to love. The soul wants to be whole and experience itself as love. So what you can do in this in this case, if, if you cannot get an answer, then I suggest highly to just simply give your symptom love. Love it so it you can bring it back into wholeness again. Don't be afraid that when you love your symptom that you will make it worse. It's the opposite. You bring it back into wholeness. Love your body. Pour love into it. Love your inner child. As I showed you earlier, Love and honor your soul for its past and for its strengths and love your life. When you do this step by step, you will heal your symptom. There is no other way around it. So I hope you found this helpful today. I wish you the very best and good luck with the practice exercises. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends on social media. And subscribe to my podcast on www.drkaterina.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, much love and bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Energy Shift Podcast at www.drkaterina.com